0: Welcome back to the BNB podcast. My name is Jaden Boyce. Alongside me is Coach Bailey. And you know what, Coach? I'm not happy today at all.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a somber, somber episode if we spend too much time talking about our beloved Green Bay Packers. You no, know, we've been happy on this podcast.
0: You know, me and you are all happy. No, today is different because these green and gold Packers. You know, I think we just dive right into it. Packers, uh, Packers, Raiders.
1: Jordan Love is is he the man right now? I bet. Mean, I... He is not. He is everything opposite of the man. He, he you know I, after week 1 I kind of came out jokingly saying, you know, back to back to back hall of famers and he just has I think steadily been getting worse but you know, we haven't had a full roster, healthy roster it seems like all season. Not giving him excuses. He's just not been playing well and I don't think Jordan Love is going to figure it out this year. I think it's going to be a growing year for all all guys on that offense.
0: You know what? We're sitting here. I dive right into it. forgot to give a shout-out. So we got our little Marco Septic, my uh, holder here, nice and cool, with a little premium water's water. I thought I'd give the shout-out.
1: Yeah, we, we love our sponsors. I, I forgot my Marco Septic koozie, so my premium water is going to be just a little bit warmer than yours is today. But no, I think going back to that Packer game, watching that,
0: Jordan Love, I think we have to be like, this guy's going to make mistakes, that's for sure. Aaron Rodgers did it. I think people have tape on him now. They have film on him. They're going to read him out a little more. That deep ball is very struggling for him. He cannot hit the deep ball at all.
1: Yeah, he. Part of me wants to give him a little bit of grace and say that the coaching hasn't been great and they're maybe not putting him in situations. I I follow a guy on Twitter, Kurt Benkert, I think that's how you say it. He used to be the backup, and now I don't think he's even in in the league on a roster. But he's obviously pretty knowledgeable about the position. And he's constantly in the first quarter and second quarter, like, tweeting things like, did we forget we have Romeo Dobbs? Did we forget we have a threatened speed with Watson? Like, why are we not hurrying up? Like, love plays better fast. And we don't. We're real slow-paced, and then we don't put up any points. Then we're losing by three scores, and all of a sudden we go hurry up or a little faster pace, and that's when he looks good. So why wouldn't we do that the whole game? I don't know. I'm I don't. Not, I, I was agreeing with you. We texted about that
0: uh, a week ago, or a week ago I think. We we're like, why are we not going hurry up? And yeah, you're right. Dobbs, did he even play? Like, right. I didn't see him at all. I think we could use that uh, Toure guy a little more from Nebraska. Jaden Reed Jayden didn't Reed. get anything.
1: Yeah, I just don't know that we're using our players right. You know what I mean? Week one, I was like, order me a Romeo Dobbs jersey and I'm about to send it back because it's like the guy's not even on the team anymore. So you gotta throw it to this guy. He's one of the best receivers on our team. Yes. You know, Watson's great, but you know, he he's the primary deep threat. And right now, Jordan Love's about five yards off on those throws. So then you got Musgrave too. He's a very good tight end. Give him the ball a little more, maybe. Yeah, I'll tell you what I miss. And you might be too young to remember or even know anything about it, but the Brett Favre era, when he would hit guys on slants, it was a seven, eight yard pass and a twenty yard gain almost every time. We need to get quick. We need to get receivers out there, and we need to hit them in a slant and and get the ball moving. This whole slow it down, huddle it up, let everything get set, call nine hundred different things at the line, and then find it's not working. Our line hasn't been good enough, and it's not working. And and it's obvious because we can't score the football. Yeah. yeah, you know. I said I wasn't gonna get mad. I can be sad about it, but I'm starting to get mad just thinking about it. I definitely am not happy. When you look at
0: Packer all-time great receiver, like, receiving. like our receiving cores have been amazing. Like Brett Farver it was, like Sterling Sharp, James Lofton, Freeman, oh, and those guys. Those some like guys, yeah. I mean, those guys. And and then after that, it was or Driver was there too. But Driver, Jennings, Jones, Nelson, oh. uh, Cobb. Yeah, like we, we had, had some bro- we've had brothers, and I think we still have brothers, but I just
1: don't think we're using them like oh. we should. I, I agree 100%. Now, I did see they put it on the on the TV on Monday night. We are the youngest team. we at least youngest offense. We're the whole youngest team, I think, because our defense It's like the is average age of too. 24 or 5. That obviously plays a factor. I mean, that's a college team. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. You know, guys in Alabama and Georgia are probably 24, yeah. 25. Um, but... We're not using guys right. I do think as much as I wanted this year to be a contending year for us, I just don't think it's there. I think this is the rebuild where guys are just getting that experience. And hopefully hopefully we get some better play calling. And uh, I'm not a football coach, so maybe there's a reason they're not doing the things that I think they should. But Like the great Giannis said, I don't see
0: failure. as he steps to success. And I think this year is going to have to be – as they say rebuilding year settled down i don't think we're going to be the worst team but i think we're not going to be what we're used to seeing as a green bay packer fans that's hard it is hard
1: you know i was just this morning on the way to on the way to school i was looking and you know the bears if they don't lose that game if they don't throw that one away to the broncos and we don't get lucky essentially and beat the saints we've been ripping the bears saying they're the worst team <laughs> in football Pretty comparable record if those two things happen so it's like oh man it's it's scary to think i think because our division is so bad we we could be relevant but i just don't see it in the cards especially after we, after what we just saw the san francisco 49ers do we don't even want to go down there them them and i you know what when we, when we go
0: later in the Niners, i got a little little stuff i want to say about that team because that's one of the best teams i've ever seen in
1: my life the, certainly playing like it right now they are unbelievable but uh, we could probably spend the entire episode talking about the Packers and just the problems we're having just not playing well I just want to wrap it up with one last thing I'm not a football. who's the defense coordinator for uh, for our team tack tack he runs the defense yeah. I kind of thought that he was a defensive guy I kind of want to ask Tack if he would ever put Preston Smith on Devontae Adams. (laughs) That Monday night, I saw a funny, you know, I I watch Twitter the whole time I'm watching games because it's comedy when you follow, like, the fake ESPNs and all that stuff, and one of them said, Barry should be fired on the spot for having Preston Smith try to guard Devontae Adams. Like, that's, what are we even doing? I don't even know. Like, it it doesn't even make sense. Come on. Okay, rant over. I'm starting to get sweaty. I'm going to have to take my jacket off here. I'm Enough of the Packers. Right, especially right after the Brewers blew it. The only thing going on that, that we can be proud of right now is our Milwaukee Bucks.
0: Hey, we might talk about that a little later. A little later, Milwaukee Bucks talk. I got a question for you, though. A lot of Bills fans have been P.O.'d about the Jaguars spending two weeks in London, and they think it's a little home field advantage. What's your thoughts about that?
1: Funny that you say that because last night I ref the middle school with the official Cole Tappy hey. and he was one that brought that to my attention because we were talking about how the NFL this year, how a team looks good, then they look bad. A player might look good, then he looks terrible and just not really any consistency with anybody other than like the 49ers. Um, and I said that I go like the Bills, they come out and they crush every and Josh Allen looks like MVP and then they lose to Jacksonville and he says, well, you know why? I was like, "Well, tell me why," and he told me that I didn't, you know, I just didn't put two and two together that Jacksonville and the Bills didn't even get there till Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is a huge advantage. I mean, I can say, but come on, you're the Bills. You tried to make a statement the week before, but I will give them a little bit of a pass on that one. I mean, when you're like the Jag, and this is what teams have to think
0: about when you schedule at the Jaguars and they play in London. They play in London every year. They sign that contract to play in there every year. That's a team that's actually been thinking about like moving to London at some point. So if you're other teams, you got to think about that. I don't think excuses can play in the game of football like that. I think it's a fun little talk to have. But at the end of the day, if you're the Buffalo Bills, you got to show up. And I don't care what country you're in. I don't care if you go to Europe. Play the game of <laughs> yeah. football, not football.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. No, you're you're right. If you if you're the Bills and you're going to say, "Okay, we're the best team in the AFC. We're Super Bowl bound. This is our year." You win that game, even if you flew in Saturday night and got there Sunday morning. Like you say you have the better players. which you do? They just didn't play better that day. Uh slight advantage to the Jags, but if you're the Bills, you got to find a way. If you're champ, mm-hmm. that's what championship teams do. It is. They find a way. They find a win. Find a way to win regardless of the circumstances. And they just didn't. That's a so typical niners- Buffalo, right? Niners would have found a way. I'll tell you that.
0: I bet you they would I'll tell you that much. What do you think, right? So I was thinking, yeah, I was up last night thinking about this, just pondering in my mind. If I'm Robert Kraft of the New England Patriots, oh boy. number one, I'm firing Bill O'Brien immediately for running that offense. And number two, <laughs> I bring in Bill Belichick, and I'm like, Bill, or Mr. Belichick, I'd say Mr. Belichick, put some respect on that man's name you're not the GM of this team anymore. And if you want to still be the GM, you're done as a coach too. Because you cannot get the personnel to run this team. I'm like, I know how many Super Bowls you won. You're a great coach, but as a GM, I'm like, this team is not running good right now. And it hasn't ran good since Brady left. Just the evidence with Brady leaving is not helping Belichick right now,
1: especially as a GM. Yeah, I agree. I'm not going to say that Bill Belichick is not a good football coach. I think he's I think he's a good coach. But it's clear that Tom Brady was the driving force of all those Super Bowl runs. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's leadership, his ability, probably his play calling, I'm sure he had a lot of freedom on that. Yeah. Like he because, I mean look what happened, right? They were dominant, he leaves, they're one of the worst teams in football. Brady goes to Tampa, they win a Super Bowl. And now he's retired. I'm, I'm giving a lot of that credit to Tom Brady for all the success the Patriots had. Patriots are bad right now.
0: I have, yeah, like if I'm on a detective right now, I'm like, let me, let me see the facts right now to support Belichick's case. I think he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Coaches of all time. I think defensive-wise, he's the best coach I've ever seen. But when it comes to running that offense, I think Brady had a lot of say with what yeah. went on. And you could pull guys like Edelman mandola walker and these guys are studs i know he had randy moss per season but like his receivers are very good and he had good running backs and the offensive line was great but like brady could lead those troops to a super bowl and he did six times
1: on the pass (laughs) yeah you nailed it he made average guys great Mm -hmm. you know for sure
0: but no yeah i don't know it's just something interesting to think about if you're definitely a new england fan you're like is bill belichick getting the guys we want i don't really think he is like Juju He's definitely not the answer yeah. Zeke Ezekiel Zeke Elliott like, like Come on I just and Mac Jones Don't even get me started on that man That you man know, is trash
1: Mac Jones might be We might hear his <laughs> name We might hear his name A little later in today's episode I would throw a bag of chips in Instead of him because yeah, that's he, about what he's playing like, and yeah. he
0: ain't got no crunch like a crunch like a bag of chips and the salt. He don't got that. I saw some tor- some
1: terrible thing that was like, well, if Mac Jones played in the San Francisco offense, he would be. But <laughs> no, stop with that. Mac Jones is not the guy. I was saving that for later. I saw that. I was saving
0: that late for oh, later. Oh, I'm sorry. Bring that yeah, back sorry. Up. I will bring that back up. Uh, have we do we agree? Well, Patriots, Giants, which is the worst team right now?
1: That's a very toss up for who the I'm worst team. I'm saying the pa- The Giants have. I think the Giants have a little hope, especially if Saquon. I don't. Is he out for the years? he comes I don't back. even know anything. Yeah, I, I quit back. paying attention to anything Giants related just because they're so bad. But I think if the Giants were healthy with a run game, they're better than the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Patriots had the team had 47 rushing yards or something like that. They scored Sunday.
0: three points in the last two games.
1: Yeah, terrible. And, uh, what else do we have going on Sunday and Monday in the NFL? Buffalo.
0: They, we uh, talked about Buffalo. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Let's talk about the Bengals. Jamar giving me fifty-two fantasy points.
1: Jamar, there is a tonight. reason I took you <laughs> third overall. Jamar, yeah. welcome back, buddy. We've all us fantasy owners have missed you dearly. That offense looks good. Okay, we we're, we're implementing. A new segment, or a new, not a new segment, a new award, are Huddle Hut's hot take. Huddle Hut's hot take. My Huddle Hut hot take is, the Bengals are back. Really? Okay. Yes. Joe Burrow, he heard enough of us, ripping them apart the last couple weeks. Jamar Chase is finally showing up. However, I did hear there was a little argument with him and the coach, but Bengals are (laughs) back. There's my hot take. That's my Huddle Hut hot take of the week. You want to hear my huddle hot, hot, hot take? This is gonna swing us into this game as
0: well. My huddle hot, hot hot take. You could make an argument that Mr. Brock, the chosen one, Purdy, <laughs> the chosen, is a top five quarterback in the league right now and an MVP leading candidate. Now, can I make my case right now for you, Coach? Please do. My case for this is, this man has a QBR of 123 which I think is leading the league. This man has over 9 touchdowns and zero, zero interceptions ooh. and he has not lost a game that he's played the whole game in. This man is, I was thinking about it, I was like is this man born of the virgin? Because I think hes he didn't have a father, he's the chosen one like Luke Skywalker ooh, and, ooh, and Qui-Gon Jhen meaning John yeah. Lynch had to go find him. And I Brock think Jimmy G Purdy. was the Obi-Wan Kenobi that little helped him out a little bit. And Brock Ooh. Purdy said, I am Anakin Skywalker, and I am the chosen one.
1: Brock Purdy, I hope you're listening to today's episode, because this guy right here to my left Ooh. loving you. I Ooh. love this man. I'm going to tell you what. I have never, I was never on the Brock Purdy wagon. I just couldn't. I'm there. I jumped there? right on because I t- you're 100 right. Everything you said. This guy is. He doesn't lose. He takes care of the football. They score the football, and they're just dominating team after team. And going back to something I saw on Twitter again. I think it was Kurt. Kurt. Ben Kurt. Kurt said, "Well, you know that if he was a first round pick, he'd be talking in the MVP. All everybody be talking about MVP." But the fact he's Mr. Irrelevant, like the fact that physically he doesn't look like this MVP guy, that nobody's talking about it. But you can't deny right now he has to be he has to be the MVP. If the season he, ended today. He, he'd be mine and I don't think there's a doubt in the
0: world that he wouldn't be. The only thing I'd have is maybe CMC's teammate getting him, but still, when you're the quarterback on the best team and you haven't lost a game yet. This brother hasn't lost a game. Yeah. And he comes out here with it. And I know people feel like, oh, well, his receivers get open. I no, he throws them open. That's number one. And number two, y- you put Mac Jones on that team. I mean, they'd win games, but they wouldn't be perfect the-
1: like Mr. Purdy perfect. Ooh, Purdy? <laughs> perfect. No, he Brock Purdy has established himself as a top quarterback in the league. Clearly. He is getting it done. I think what makes, and I don't know Brock Purdy, and I'm not in their quarterback's room, but to me, he comes across as the kind of guy, comes early, stays late, knows in the playbook, watching film, like the master, like he's mastering his craft. And it's paying off, like he's just smart. He's out on the field and it's like he knows what the defense is gonna do, he can read the field. I. I just was always expect him to fall on his face, but he's not. I, I'm on the Brock Purdy bandwagon. Let's go, Brock.
0: That's just the thing. When everyone's like, "Well, he's mystery relevant. Like, when's he gonna crack?" No, I think this guy's here to stay. And like, teams have film on him, and they still can't figure him out. And he's mobile too. He can move out of the pocket. Throws it. It's oh.
1: Brock I'm Purdy, sorry. I love you, buddy. You know, I think obviously everything we've said about him, right on. But I do think the system matters and I think he's it in does. the right spot. Like if you took Brock Purdy and put him in a, you know, Eagles, like the just the way the Eagles play probably wouldn't be the same Brock Purdy. And an example of that is my guy Nick Foles, who is a Westlake guy where hey. I was at in Texas. Nick Foles in the right system when he won the Super Bowl was phenomenal. Top tier quarterback, one of the phenomenal. best Super Bowl. And he'll be the first one to seen. tell you the system was perfect for me. Then he gets traded off and he's in a system that's not really him. And he just wasn't as good of a quarterback. like. So I think at the quarterback position, it's all about system. And then obviously you got to be a talented player as well. But
0: If you think about it, this man basically ran Trey Lance out of the whole organization. Because they're like, oh, we have this guy. We don't need Trey Lance. And yeah. just phew, the Niners are a – it's
1: just one of the best teams I've ever seen in my life. I, Do you definitely think this-, this Niners team can go undefeated? Uh, I, I definitely full season playoffs and the Super Bowl. I think
0: they could. I don't think they will because that's just unbelievably hard. Yeah, but I don't think they will. That would be a nice hot hot, hot take to go Ooh. undefeated. That would be, but I'm not gonna say that. I think they'll lose a game or two, like at the end of the year, maybe, like when they don't need anything, yeah, put I, their backups in. Maybe. I think
1: if there's a team in the NFL this year that could do it, it's definitely it's them. them nobody else. Well, it's only them and
0: Philly is only Philly's
1: the only a, Philly's gonna lose. They've had too many close calls. Yeah, they They're have. just yeah, but we can move on from. Well, what are you gonna say about your Dallas team? You think I'm just gonna skip oh by that? Okay, okay, okay. I told you this the other day. I had big plans. I I was expecting a big weekend for my Texas. You know, my Longhorns, not my Cowboys, but for the Cowboys because I've been hyping them up, and they both. They both just didn't deliver. I, I was gonna sneak a cowboy hat in here and I was gonna pull a Lee Coro- uh what's his, uh Lee Corso Lee Corso reach down and grab the cowboy hat and put it on and be a proud Texan for a minute. But whew, not much to be proud about. That football game that Oklahoma we'll get to college later. But that Texas OU game great game to watch but horrible outcome for me. And then Cowboys, good gosh, pretender. He, 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 I think they're still going to be fine. In yeah, the, you know, you you better not say anything bad about them. They're still going to be know. fine, but I mean, the, the 49ers, whew, that was bad. The Cowboys will be fine. They're just not going to beat Sam. They're not going to make it out of the playoffs into the Super Bowl. But I don't think
0: uh, I don't think Kansas City's going to make it out of that far in the playoffs. I mean, there's a blank space. No Taylor Swift at the game, but yeah. oh, they just. They don't win like we're used to seeing.
1: Yeah, Chiefs, something's off. I do think if I was to predict it right now, I think Buffalo is going to be fine. I think we're going to see a Buffalo-San Francisco uh, Super Bowl. That's Probably. what that's what I'm picturing picturing right now. Um, the only possible would be p- potential Dolphins upset the Bills in the AFC Championship. That's my prediction right now but seasons young injuries Season. have injuries happen guys They're, like tearing you know.
0: everybody about my fantasy team is just screwed right now for injuries eight chain and Connors both out and Jamal Williams yeah. me? but uh for predictions for some predictions next week for some games we got tomorrow's game I, you know we always have to just make the Thursday night football picks even though we don't like to Chiefs Broncos division game should I go with the offset. No, I'm going Chiefs. <laughs> I, was, gonna, look, I was about to. If you were
1: to pick the Broncos, <laughs> I was going to send you down to Maddie, our trainer, and never check your head.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, there's nothing really to argue there.
1: <sighs> yeah, Chiefs for
0: sure. Titans, Ravens. Who you got? Where are they playing? Where are they playing? That, that one's at? in Baltimore, I believe. No, I'm no, sorry. That's it's in a different it's country. It's right? in. It's in London. London game, eight thirty game.
1: Baltimore, Tennessee. Who are you go? Wait, I want to hear who you go. With. I mean, Baltimore's been really up and down. Titans just beat. Who did Titans just beat? Um, did they? I thought they,
0: they lost. No, two weeks
1: ago. That, yeah. Uh, so, who knows? I don't know. Flip a coin. Hold on. Uh, looks like we're going Ravens. And I'm going to go with
0: Ryan Tannehill and the boys. Ryan Tannehill and friends, I think, are going to come out with a win. And then there's just some, like, Colts, Jacks. I think uh, Anthony Richards and Al Gardner Minshew in. Aren't you a Gardner Minshew guy? Mm-hmm.
1: Not really. <laughs> I'm not
0: really. Playing against his former team.
1: So, I'll tell you what about the Colts, Jags. With that injury to Richardson, which potentially could be season-ending, puts Gardner Minshew at the start, puts my boy Sam Ellinger hey. back up. Not that I'm wishing an injury upon anybody. But you wouldn't be but mad. But I wouldn't be mad. And if Gardner starts to struggle... My boy Sammy Ellinger is going to be taking snaps. And it's it's just really cool watching a kid. I mean, he used to be one of the best basketball players he played for me. Just a phenomenal kid. Was at Texas. Was a, just a stud there. Um, he's a Westlake quarterback. We, you know, they pumped out some good ones. And I would love to see him taking snaps in the NFL again. He got some starts last year and played okay. But that's my only interest in the Colts-Jags game is if Garner were to go down or if Garner was to um, play poorly enough that they went to the – Second, second string, which I guess is third string,
0: but yeah, I liked him a lot at Texas, but I'm gonna take Prince Charming and Company for the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, as in Prince Charming. Bengals Seahawks. This would be a game. This is a game to watch. This is like, this might be my game. To like, this is my yeah. This is the game. I think game of the week. This Bengals, or
1: Cowboys Chargers. Bengals Seahawks. Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. Really? I know you're a huge Geno guy, but I'm telling you, Joe is back. Joe is Jamar back. is mad, said, I'm always open. Throw me the ball. And Joe's listening. Bengals. He said, bleep, I'm always open, right? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I left that. <laughs> no, I, I think the Bengals are back. I bet you the Bengals win six, seven in a row. Oh, really? Yep. That that's a hot, hot take, but I'm gonna take Geno
0: Smith and the boys. I like Seattle. C- you know I'm a C- Seattle guy. It's in Cincy. I don't care. Gino's gonna be no, like, uh, okay. Hey, don't write me off. Oh, they tried to or whatever he said for yeah, that quote. Write me off. Uh another great game. Monday night football. Your Cowboys. I shouldn't say your Cowboys. You don't like it when I say your Cowboys. No. Cool. I've just kind of been big on them this year. <laughs> I'm not a Cowboys fan. And the Chargers, which I've liked
1: a lot this year, and Justin Herbert. Who do you take on that? Well, I've kind of been high on the Cowboys. I need, I need the Chargers, and I need Justin Herbert because he's on my fantasy football team. Cowboys. Gosh, that is going to be a good game. In L.A., I'm going to go Chargers. Squeak it out, though. It's going I, to be a shootout. It's going to be like a 35-30 game or something like I that. I wanted you to take the boys, though. You want I, want,
0: me? I wanted you to take the boys, because I'm going to go Chargers. You, you know what? I will her take
1: her. the boys. They, You know, they've kind of bounced back. They play bad, then they bounce back. They just got embarrassed. They're going to bounce back, actually. I, I think you're right. I'm going Chargers. I ain't going no Cowboys. I'm not going Cowboys go at Cowboys. all. Cowboys. I got a feeling Dak Prescott is going to have a big game. He needs to. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know about Dak. Do we meander over to... The
0: college, yeah, because there's not a whole,
1: there's not a lot of other really good NFL game. 49ers are gonna absolutely embarrass the Browns. They, they're right. Saints this, Texans. The, who cares? I mean, next week we Patriots could, Raiders. Who cares? Next week there's not gonna be a big like rewind, so maybe we could talk a little
0: basketball.
1: Oh yeah, because that's basketball, basketball. right around the corner. Only thirty two more days till basketball for us. Not that anybody's counting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, let's let's shift gears here. Let's get into some college football. College football, you got my Ohio State
0: beat uh, beating Maryland. Not a huge like they just beat Maryland, not a good Maryland team. But uh, let's start off right now with your uh, what is it, The old Big River matchup. Or the, the Red River Red rivalry. River, the Red River rivalry.
1: Awesome game. Started a little slap. Thirty-four thirty. Texas goes ahead by three with fifty seconds left. Oklahoma marches up the field, throws a 72-yard touchdown or something like we lose. It was hard to watch because I thought Texas was going to run the table this year and get, get in the playoff, but... They still can not get in the playoff. Uh, yeah, it's going to be an outside chance, but, you know, Quinn Ewers, two picks. I felt bad for the guy. I think both of them were off the receiver's hands. they got to change that. That shouldn't be on the quarterback. The guy's got to catch it if it hits you in the hands. But, yeah, that... That was a hard game for me to take, just because I was really, really pushing for my Longhorns. Yeah, I was pushing for them too. I love them Longhorns this year. I'm a Quinn
0: Ewers guy, who an arch man can step up and take the yeah take the saber from him as we keep on the little uh, Star Wars. It's Star Wars talk. But uh, Alabama barely getting over Texas a And M. just like every
1: year a And M plays them tough. I don't do, know. What, I don't know what really it is. It's,
0: uh, that's a yeah, that was at uh yeah that was that a And M too yeah at
1: College Station, uh you look at the rest of the like Georgia crushed Kentucky Michigan crushed Minnesota Ohio State crushed Maryland Georgia Florida State crushed Virginia Tech, like I mean, USC struggled and they they dropped their they won a game and dropped in the rankings, yeah I and mean, that's that's fair because they they haven't I don't know
0: about USC I'm not a big USC guy this year I and mean, they got Caleb Williams and they got some guys but. You gotta play defense every once in a while too. And that you team do does not to. play great defense. But no, Georgia stomping on Kentucky, Georgia saying, Guys, we're still here and we're still a top tier team.
1: They had to make that statement because people were starting to talk like, Are they the number one team or are they not? And I think that's st- that statement was like okay, we're number one. Leave us alone.
0: I have a little question for you. As I uh, also know my Notre Dame losing to Louisville. That's a playoff team that might be out for me. But I have a question for you. How bad do we look at the Big Ten West? How bad is this conference? Because it is terrible, if you ask me. Michigan beats one of the – they're not a good team at all, but probably one of the better teams in the Big Ten West, and Minnesota killing them. The the last season of the Big Ten West anyways, but uh, terrible, if you ask me.
1: No, it's bad. Michigan's just – which – that's gonna play a factor at the end of the year when Michigan goes into, you know, Big Ten championship and then the playoff. If they were to get there, they really hadn't. They didn't have to work. You know, they they just mowed people down the whole year. That's kind of been the the thing about the Big Ten was like they just beat each other up all year, and then they get to the bowl game and they don't perform because they're just beat right. Well, Michigan, this could be their year because they're not gonna be beat up. They're play. They're not playing a great. You know. Well, you got Michigan,
0: Ohio State, Penn State, and that's all in the Big Ten, if you ask me.
1: Yeah. I don't think
0: Wisconsin's that team. No. I don't think Iowa's that team. Sorry, no. Mr. Buckle.
1: And oh, family. yeah, Mr. Buckle. We, we apologize. We know you're a Hawkeye fan. But, yeah, no, I just don't believe in that
0: team that much. And no. Minnesota, P.J. Fleck, you got to be on the hot seat, buddy. You, you make it all about yourself, but you can't win these games. <sighs> that, you got to be on the hot seat. That's another coach.
1: I, I don't care for P.J. Fleck. You, you're right. You know he's all about him, and you ain't Dion, who can change the whole. No, <laughs> he's, not Deon. he's not Dion. He's the Deon. poor man's Dion. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: you're the you're the Aldi version yeah. of Dion <laughs> Sanders. K-Mart,
1: over K- Kmart Dion. <laughs> Kmart Dion. <laughs> oh, PJ, Flag, just <laughs> uh, how about did you watch or see what happened in the Georgia Tech Miami game? I just saw it right here. Well, saw the score. My so. Miami winning with 20 seconds left instead of taking a knee runs a play and fumbles it. The other team takes scores a touchdown wins. Yeah, that's how it ended. Yeah, I might have to. Uh, so Miami's obviously going to fall out of the rankings or should fall out of the rankings because they were at 17, lost to a 500 Georgia Tech team. That coach, <clears throat> check your mailbox, buddy. <laughs> there might be an award there. You, you know Mitch would be,
0: is crying. You know Mitch was crying. Mitch Larson. Oh, yeah, I, I haven't even
1: asked. I have to ask Mitch about that <laughs> one. Yeah, he's a big Miami guy.
0: But uh, I think a lot of people have been saying to me, they're like, "Wait, so this podcast, it's just a football podcast, right?" And I was like, "Well, you guys know Coach Bailey is a basketball coach and he's a basketball genius." I was
1: genius watching genius is uh, I don't know if no, that's the you wouldn't word. say that
0: not a guru as they
1: say, the next guru. <laughs> I, I love it. I'm passionate <laughs> about it. I don't know if genius or guru would be the the term, but I'll take it. I appreciate it. I was watching a little
0: NBA preseason Ooh. and uh Wemby look I, Victor I can't even Wemby I can't Wem, even pronounce Wimbiana? it. It's yeah. hard to pronounce I've tried. We'll just call him Vic. I, Victor. I, I, I've like been in bed just trying to pronounce it, but I just can't spell it. Wembenyana. Wembenyana. I think I got it.
1: Yeah, it's a, it took me two years to figure out <laughs> how to say Giannis's name,
0: so <laughs> But uh, him and Chet went head to head. Victor looks
1: nice. Yeah, I saw that he dunked on Chet Yeah, on the He did the little jelly fam too. Ooh, Vic. Yeah, he's I think he's gonna be good. I don't think he's gonna be the rookie of the year though. I got my own pick for that when we when we make our NBA Ooh. predictions, but yeah, how exciting, I, I love this time of year, we got baseball, we got football, and we got basketball, basketball starting up, so fun, this is the best time of year, we got all the sports going, um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't watched many preseason games, I don't get too, too much into that, just because, you know, half those guys playing are going to be on the bench when the actual season starts, but some of these young guys, it's good to get a little glimpse and see what they're doing, but... I like seeing, like, Chet go at it. Chet coming back from that injury. He's
0: looking all right. Zion, I thought he lost a little weight, but he looks still a little chubby. Hoping
1: he can bounce back this season, too. Yeah. No, I'm excited for basketball season. College basketball is my thing. I, At home, Taylor hates it because I, uh, I'll be watching a game, big game like Duke Carolina. It'll end. And then... Canisius and Appalachian State will come on, and she will be like, "We're really gonna watch this one too." <laughs> like, absolutely, this is like where you steal the best one hit plays, and the, this is where you steal a lot of stuff from these teams, you know, because those teams rely more on, you know, set plays to get get opportunities, whereas the, the the blue bloods, the Dukes, the Kansas, Kentucky, they just give it to their athlete, you know. Yeah. So that's why I love. It. She hates it because it's basketball from six p.m. till about midnight when I go to bed. The American way.
0: Yeah, Bailey's living the life right now, everybody. Basketball, yeah. bask. We're playing basketball, basketball.
1: <laughs> yeah. shooting some hoops outside the school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff, man. But what do you think about the? I don't. I mean, we went a little
0: bit into it, but I want to go deeper into this whole Damian Lillard to the Bucks trade. It's something I haven't talked to you a ton about, but I'm absolutely in love with
1: this team. <sighs> like I said last week, Bucks clear favorite the only team in their way is Boston because Boston made the right move by bringing in Drew Holiday Jason Tatum's a guy Jalen Brown's a guy they have I think um is it Pritchard still there yeah like they have some guys that fill the other roles I said it last week I'm gonna say it again Eastern Conference Finals, Milwaukee Bucks versus Boston Celtics, is going to be some of the best basketball we've seen since Jordan and Bird. It it is like... Yeah, I'm going... Are you kidding me? It is going to be... I can't wait. I can't wait. Now, NBA is 82-game season. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. A lot of guys can get hurt. If both those teams stay healthy, it's a lock there in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's going to be one of the greatest series we've seen since the bulls lakers bulls celtic's i'm i'm pumped for that cuz they Dame willard changes everything this is a top top guy in the league top joining arguably the best player in the league
0: or most dominant player in the league yet two guys that are on the top 75 list together and they're both still I mean, I'd say Dame's still in his prime. Why is he not in his prime? And they're unselfish right? guys.
1: That's mm-hmm. that's what the difference is. You know, you put James Harden with Westbrook. They each want to shoot it 25 times. Giannis is the kind of guy, he doesn't care if he scores 10 or if he scores 50. Same with Lillard. They, and Lillard, he's just hungry to win. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, I don't care. I, yeah, I like the Bucs, man. That was, whew, that was huge for them to go out and get Dame Lillard. I cannot wait for the NBA and basketball
0: season, because I'm actually excited to argue with you about a little basketball. Yeah. I, I'm very excited. I missed last year when we were doing that a lot.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I'd stop it. What was you? what were you, in Miss Stevens class? I'd always walk by it. Yes. And... <laughs> <That> yeah. <laughs> I just want to, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. I want to hear
0: your top five duos in the NBA right now. Duos? Duos. So, uh, and not just the best players, but like who works best together.
1: I think, well, obviously, we're going to see how Dame works with Giannis, but I fully anticipate those two being the top. Jamal Murray and Jokic. Um, I do think Jimmy Butler and Bam Abadeo. Hey, they, real there. I, they, there's a reason those guys ended up in the finals when nobody thought they could. Like, those guys work really well together. Um, I think... I think Jalen Brown and and T- uh, Jason Tatum. That's a very good duo. Those guys, yeah. Um, yeah, those would be my top four. As I think I just gave you four. Right now, I'm
0: still going uh, Murray and Jokic after what we saw last year, after what you predicted last year. That duo is one of the best. They just work so well together. But also, up in there this year, if they're both healthy, Kawhi and Paul
1: George are also
0: up there. Giannis Dame are up there. LeBron and AD are up there.
1: Yeah, I do. But if you think of those ones you just named, it's all about staying healthy and Mm -hmm. and getting the reps together. Like Kawhi and Paul George, if those two could stay healthy and just figure it out together, clearly a great duo. LeBron and AD, AD, I just, I don't know. Anthony
0: Day-to-day Davis. Yeah, exactly. That's a
1: great name for that guy. But... Yeah, I think I think the West, the Western Conference is is probably down a little bit. I'm gonna at this point pick the the Nuggets to repeat, show up in the finals. The Suns, we'll see what happens there's after being rid of. There's
0: not enough balls on that team to go around. Yeah, they're gonna be a
1: different identity because they played a lot through um, DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that when you play through your post, you know that that's a big difference. Now you're not playing through the post. That ball, yeah, there's only one ball on the court, right? And you got all these guys out on the perimeter that now want it. But we'll see. I, I mean, the Suns are going to be there. I think the Lakers. I think the Kings. Um, Nuggets. Mavs. But, there's a, yeah, I don't know.
0: Right now, I don't think the Suns. I just. Memphis, I, Memphis yeah. No, we'll see. I don't want to spoil any of my predictions for our basketball little predictions. But uh, do we uh, take a little turn from basketball and do we dive? I'm am dr- jumping off a diving board right now into the awards. Let's Section. get
1: into the awards segment because I don't know how much time we have left, and uh, we can't go without the awards segment. That's that's my favorite part. It is. I get a lot of feedback from from our listeners that say that they look forward to the mm-hmm. to the awards. So let's start, and I'm gonna have you start. Are we going to go Marco Septic since I'm looking at that Marco Septic? It's everyone's
0: favorite Marco Septic
1: (sighs) I brought it up earlier. I'm
0: going to say it again. Mr. Bill O'Brien, you have just won yourself the Marco Septic Award. And this isn't just about this week, buddy. This is about your career as a coach in the NFL. You come uh, to Houston and you basically run that team into the ground and don't do anything as a gm because you think you're like that you go to bam i think he went to where did he go penn state bam i don't even know where he went after that and then comes to the new england patriots and builds together the worst offense <laughs> in patriot history the worst Belichick. offense in the league i don't you don't need drew blood so you don't need tom brady but uh, dang
1: future hall of famer about to receive a marco septic award in the ma- I, I'm not going to argue with that. I think that's a great pick. I think he is well deserving of that award. Um, Did you have more? or No, not really. I was just so it to you. I, was I had, to you. I have the obviouses, right? You, you have Mac Jones was mm-hmm. terrible. I don't care if Jordan Love is one for 40 with six picks. He's not getting that award for me. I'm never going to do it. Honorable okay. mention for the award. I think I really I, late last night I was kind of going back and forth. Like, who am I going to give it to? The coach from Miami who ran a play (laughs) instead of kneeling it out and then fumbled and lost the game due to... Now, if you're two two bum... Mario Cristobal is his name. Is that his name? Mario
0: Cristobal. (laughs) If
1: you're two bum squads that haven't won much more than a game or two, who cares? You're a nationally ranked team playing an unranked team. Kneel the ball. (laughs) And he loses the game. Come on, buddy. Congratulations. You're getting the award. I'm going to give it to him. But i'm gonna tell you who is in the running who is my who would be my honorable mention marco septic the buffalo bills rushing game <laughs> these guys had 29 rushing yards these men are being paid millions of dollars they had 29 rushing yards i did a little research on this last night 41 players oh. indiv- individual players had more rushing yards than the entire bills team Sad. That's embarrassing. And it's really upsetting because in one of my leagues I have James Cook who had negative one yards on the on the ride. God, my goodness. So yeah, Bills, you got lucky that this bonehead in Miami <laughs> ran a play instead of kneeling it out. Because if you if they didn't do that, you were getting the award. Bailey's fed up right now, Buffalo. He's
0: fed the up Bills. right now.
1: How do you, how did 29 rushing yards? That's embarrassing for a professional football team. Holy goodness!
0: Bills fans, go to Marco Septic right now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Get your crap filled. Well, I'm giving
1: get it. Yeah. I uh, but I'm giving it to Mario uh, Cristobal, the guy. That's just you are. <laughs> that was crap. That was absolute crap. Okay, shifting gears. So I got Marco Septic. I'm gonna take this off and go to Premium Waters. Ooh, Premium uh, Waters play. Some people are a little confused. Play. Premium Waters play, play of the week, not player play because the bad man is the player of the week my mm. premium waters are you going first or me oh you t- i i you
0: know what there's a little something happening in a little town in wisconsin named baldwin and i think there's a little game there friday night and at the end of the first half were you watching the game
1: do we have the same premium water play and the <laughs> game? Hold on. Was it a certain fourth down? Wow. <laughs> fourth
0: and ten. We didn't even talk. We did not talk about this.
1: Fourth time. and ten. Was it like 15, 20 seconds there, left in the half. There wasn't a lot of time left oh in the my half. Gosh. Mr.
0: Caden Wester rolls out oh. and finds your stud basketball player, Mason, the brother himself, Sullivan on the side.
1: I think he made it like one-handed. One-handed. That was a phenomenal. Placement on the pass, perfect. Sully just making the catch. The defender The tim- do anything. The timing of the play. You know, If that play happens anytime, it's a remarkable play. But the fact that half's about to run out, we're trying to punch one more in, fourth and ten, we're kind of in that no man spot, so we got to run a play, coach dials up the perfect play, because guess what, coach Berg, your play call just earned you an award for Premium Waters Play of the Week, Caden Wester to Mason Sullivan. That was dirty, insane. Sully, I Sully's so slick. We call him that. Man, brother can play the game of football. He's just got such good hands, and he, you know, he just uh, he out muscles a lot of the guys trying to cover him. And that was one of them. He just kind of boxed the guy out a little bit. And Wester just put it where the defender couldn't even think about getting it. Yeah, that was um, that was definitely the play of the week. So first it's, ever co-player of the week. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, congrats on the Premium Waters play.
0: And we dive into our last, the Bad I- man. man Award. You take it, I want you to take it away here.
1: Well, I kind of hemmed and hawed on this one. There weren't a lot of, like, super bad man. There wasn't. Bad man, I guess. There wasn't a lot of them out there. Last week, you gave it to a certain quarterback in the NFL. Hmm. you remember who you gave it to?
0: It, was it
1: Justin Herbert. Herbert last week? Herbert last. Week. Okay. Did you see what Drake May did this weekend? <laughs> Drake May replicated that. This guy was thirty-three for forty-seven, four hundred and forty-two yards, yards, three tutties and a rushing touchdown with fifty-five yards. This guy, forty to seven against a four and one Syracuse team. Drake May. That's not you're a Your you're bad man award is coming, buddy. But ah. I, I like to do an honorable mention. I know this isn't part of the, the award show, but I want to give a an award to the training staffs all around the world right now because there are so many guys there getting is. hurt. And I'm going to give uh, give it to our trainer because every day I go to open the weight room at 3.30 and there's a line out the door down there. She is working hard and keeping our kids healthy and keeping them in the game. And we all saw it. Noah Newsbaum almost cut his foot off and he played that day because our trainer was phenomenal. So, bad man of the week, Drake May, honorable mention, training staffs, ours specifically. Thank you, Maddie, for all the hard work you do. Yes. She
0: brought us a little candy to it. the She's the best. I can't wait. Is. I hope she's, she should be here for basketball, but my bad man player of the week i just want to give a shout out i think jamar chase we don't like the easy choices jamar chase is a very easy choice i think he is a bad man atta boy jamar chase you can get yourself the award if you want i'll give it to you but that's obvious i want to go a little something else and you're like stop bringing this guy up but brock friggin (laughs) Purdy. brock friggin Purdy. this man with a qbr of one 44? Are you Ooh. kidding me? Beating the Dallas Cowboys. And that defense, you said last year you like, what's the strongest point of the I that? I team? did say and that. Cowboys. I did say that. You said the defense, and Brock Purdy made them look silly. Four tutties, zero picks. Brock Purdy, take the water. Take a sip of it. This is your award, buddy. You are a bad man. You're a bad man. For the rest of the he could man. win the player, bad man Player of the Year. <laughs>
1: a lot, lot, of, lot of season left. <laughs> a lot of season left. But yeah, he's definitely a candidate for that. But, yeah, no, uh, that's all I got for the awards, I actually, I mean, got. Yeah, that's it for awards. I think we're about out of time, but we can't go without our local. I just want to bring mention to the volleyball team. I think they're on a five- or a six-game win streak. Co-conference champs. Co-conference champs. Congratulations to the volleyball team. Yeah. Excellent work. Now we just – let's get that playoff focus going. All right, that's right around the corner. Yeah. Um, soccer team with a big win last night soccer team win cross country i talked to the boys you know braden and chayton and those guys and trainer uh, will and you know they're they're focused they're ready for the conference i think conferences this week and then sectional the following week Uh, those guys are geared up the girls team i see them when i'm in the weight room they're out there they're running their sprint they're dialed in i think they have a shot for uh, a little little run so Cross country, keep it going. Obviously, football, convincing win at Baldwin on Friday. Um, let's wrap up the season with the old Ellsworth, Ellsworth game. So, but things are looking good if you're an SEC athlete, that's for sure. They truly yeah. are in a big
0: game of the week upcoming this year. Them River Fall, that River Falls team, number four versus Whitewater, who's ranked number seven, top ten matchup. If you're around yeah. here, go to it. I don't even know where it's at, actually.
1: But yeah, that sure. that's gonna be a huge, huge, game. Yeah, that'll be a good one. But yeah, no, um, that's all I got for the local. You got anything else for locals? That's that's all I got. Um, yeah, I was trying to think. I mean, we can go. We don't have the Brewers. That's not real local, but Wisconsin. Man, they were actually. I talked to Caden Wester yesterday, the day before, and I told him I was struggling with who was gonna get my Marco Septic Award, and he goes, "How about the Brewers? <laughs> not a bad pick because." Win 92 games and then you get in the playoffs and you, your season's over in 48 hours. Embarrassing. That was embarrassing for the Brew crew. But, yeah, uh, that, that, that's all I got. Kind of had to go quick here because I know the bell rang, but um, what else we got? I have nothing else. I Just
0: another shout-out to Marco Septic and Premium monitors for being our award sponsors. And Huddle
1: Huts. Huddle Huts, a new, huddle the hot. new Huddle Hut Hot Take, which is going to be a weekly... Um, Segment, and we are trying to get some new mics and
0: stuff, or stand up mics. So hey, if you wanna, you know, give us a little donation money, we would definitely take it and use it on a little microphones, and we'd sponsor whoever uh, would do that for us. So
1: yeah, and we're also looking for guests. Yeah, we are. We're, we had the official Colt Tappy who we got to get back because he was great. But if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you just have to reach out, and we'll find a way. You have to let us know, kind of what what you want, you know, the, the topics to be, because we want it to be relevant. You know, we're not going to pull in the the golf coach and talk about wrestling, and we're not going to pull the wrestling coach in and talk about softball. You know, <coughs> granted, I think one of our softball yeah, coaches is a wrestling coach, <laughs> yeah. so that would have worked. But uh, Mikey, that's a shout out to you, buddy. <laughs> um, but no, if you want to be a guest, and if you have a kid, if you're an adult listener, and you have a kid in the district who would really enjoy being on the show. Because I can think of some elementary mm-hmm. kids, middle school kids, that would probably just have a hoot sitting here with us. Reach out. We'll do what we can to get them on the show for you know part of the se- you know part of the show. It would be kind of fun, I think.
0: And also another segment we were both thinking about that could uh, include the listeners is a little email us or text us some questions you or your kids mm. have. Email me through boysboys at gmail.com. Your email.
1: You can email me at mbailey at sec.k12.wi.us. Yeah, shoot us questions, or if, if there's a topic, mm-hmm. or if there's a debate you want us to have. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know a lot of podcasts, the, the, the hosts argue with each other, and Boyce and I, we, we tend to agree on a lot. Like, unplanned, today we had the yeah, we same did. Premium Waters play of the week, which anybody that watched that game would have to pick that play. That was, again, Caden... I was trying to think of something catchy, like six plus four is ten, because number six throws it over four for the ten yard gain on fourth and ten. I thought I was trying to be clever. I was trying to be like, uh, what was that guy, Stuart Scott? But uh, that's that's your job. You're better at that than me. Um, but anyways, yeah, we will we'll argue. We just gotta have some topics thrown at us.
0: I know basketball. Basketball season starts. We'll definitely getting into some arguments.
1: Absolutely. But no, yeah you got anything else you'd want to say I don't think so that's a that's a wrap um, we didn't really get into any big predictions for this week other than some NFL games yeah um
0: is there some big college games that we've missed
1: uh, I don't know that there's any I can pull it up really quick well I'm gonna pull up one big matchup you know who's back in act ooh one prediction the winner of this game is gonna be the Heisman too okay Oregon versus Washington. Number eight versus number seven, Penix Jr. versus Bo Nix. I'm taking Bo Nix and the Ducks quack, quack. <laughs> Another
0: season of Duck Dynasty comes out with that win the Oregon Ducks put on.
1: Well, you know who I'm going with. Yeah, you yeah. I'm going with Michael Penix, right? He is my favorite for the Heisman, and I said they're going to be in the playoff. They got to win this game in order to be there, and I think they're going to do it. Because if you look on the front page of ESPN, Michael Penix Jr. and the receiving core behind the country's most high power offense. You saw it right there. <laughs> front page of the ESPN. Let's go. Washington by a touchdown. Penix Jr. separates himself from the pack. He is going to be this year's Heisman. That's what I got. This man's
0: all about Washington. But thank you guys for watching episode five. Of this show join us next week for some more conversation about nba football whatever you guys want us to talk about but thank you for watching is that all you got that's all i got that's all i got see you guys later that's a wrap